a Radio 191 FM podcast. Right now, I'm joined by Alicia Painter, science communicator at the Otago Museum. Morena to you. Hello. How are we today? Quite good. How are you? I'm not too bad. I'm not too bad. Right, we're going to be talking about uh, Otago and Mercury Bay's museum's uh, Tuia 250 project, uh, Mercury Rising. Um, Tuia 250 is a series of uh, projects commemorating the first onshore meetings of Māori and Pākehā, uh, which happened 250 years ago today. Um, and this one, I guess, is... I'm going to take it back a little bit. Cook departed England in 1768 uh, to observe the transit of Venus in Tahiti uh, with astronomer Charles Green, no relative of mine, uh, on board. Uh, He also had a secret mission. Secret mission from the Crown. They said, we want you to go and find the unknown southern continent uh, to claim it for king and country uh, before any other European nation does um, and while he was here, I guess, and little known um, to myself at least, uh, he anchored in Te um, Whanganui Ohai, uh, which is now known as Mercury Bay, in the Coromandel, and observed the transit of Mercury, hence the name of the bay. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, and I guess they've known that the transit of Venus and Mercury kind of coincide with each other since Kepler predicted them back in the 1600s, right? Yeah, so they both have pretty different patterns, but sometimes they do match up quite well. Um, So yeah, I think the next transit of Venus is going to be like in 120 years, um, but Mercury transits 13 times every century, so Mm -hmm. it happens a lot more frequently. Ah, I see, and of course these are the only ones that we get to see because we're the third planet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I mean, if you were on um, Uranus, You'd see many transits, wouldn't you? Yeah, you would. And some of them might even be kind of too small to really see, even with the telescope. Yeah, in- indeed, indeed. Um, right, so there's this project of the museum. Um, how come, why, why, why are we doing this? What is the project all about? Um, so, yeah, so pretty much astronomy is really cool. Um, yes. This is something that it does happen 13 times a century, but not that frequently, and not that many people know about it. Mm. Um, so, yeah, so me and Ian Griffin really wanted to kind of bring this to the forefront of uh, New Zealanders' minds that this is a really cool thing that we get to see from our shores um, and it is connected to history. Um, So yeah, so we're doing quite a few events to try and kind of uh, get the word out. Indeed, and as you say, it happens 13 times a century, uh, but it happens in different areas of the Earth. You can't see it from every spot on Earth. Yeah, exactly. So like if it's nighttime during the transit, you're unable to see it. Yeah, Yeah, and we won't see it again in um, in New Zealand until 2020-something or other. Yeah, and um, also the cool thing that's happening here is it's going to be happening as the sun rises. So as it comes over the horizon, the transit will be in progress, and we'll be able to see it. It'll be very, very beautiful. Indeed. And how, I mean, I, I couldn't just go out there and do a Trumpism and just stare at the sun uh, with my naked eyes and try to spot it, could I? Right, no, that would be very, very dangerous. Um, and even before you've realized that you've uh, damaged your eyes, you can already do irreparable damage. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so we're going to have a lot of... Uh, special equipment that you can use. Um, we're going to have solar telescopes, which have big, huge filters in them that protect your eyes. Um, you can also use something called a camera obscura that projects pretty much a picture of it onto the wall, and you can watch it safely like that. 
Um, but yeah, definitely don't look just directly at the sun. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, I think the first human to observe um, the one in 1631 appear something or rather from France. I'm not going to try to pronounce his name. I'm not <laughs> very good at French. Um, I think he used kind of a camera obscura type technique. Yeah, yeah, he did. That's definitely the safest way to do it if you don't have a huge telescope. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. Um, well, that's awesome. And um, and this project isn't just about the day of when it's happening. You've been already doing projects. You've recently been up at Mount John, uh, which is in Tikapo, which uh, has the observatory there, which is um, the University of Canterbury's observatory in conjunction with... Um, I can't even remember the other people that have... Have uh, <laughs> shares in that in that observatory. Um, what have you been doing up there? Um, and you've been taking school kids, is that right? Yep. Yes. Yeah. So we really wanted to try and give back to everyone in New Zealand. So we set up a high school internship. Um, we got twelve students from all over New Zealand, and we brought them all to Mount John, um, and in groups of six, so two weekends. Um, they were able to spend about three nights up in one of the telescopes. These are research-grade telescopes that people use to find uh, exoplanets, so planets outside of our own solar system, mm -hmm. to analyze stars, like big, big things. Um, so yeah, these students got an opportunity to, use, to learn how to use the telescopes and how to take pictures of planets and uh, other celestial objects like galaxies and nebulas. Yep, yep. So they've been out there looking for wobbling stars. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it was really, really good. I think all the kids had a lot of fun. Um, they also got to kind of experience the extreme weather there. We had uh, 90 kph <laughs> winds one night, so we were unable to open the dome. But luckily yeah. the next night we had clear skies and we were able to stay up until 5, just taking pictures and having nice. sing-alongs. 5 a.m. in the middle of winter in Tikapo. Cold. Tickable. Yeah, yep. very cold. Neg negative five degrees <laughs> at one point. Um, yeah, I think with wind chill it got down to negative eight or negative ten a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> Good times. Um, now, um, Cook and Green, um, they when they came here, um, you know, being the uh, you know uh, civilized humans that they thought they were, um, they never really consulted Maori uh, or you know or, or Polynesians while they were here um, in Tahiti and other areas of of Polynesia um, about the stars, and they could have learned a lot. Oh yeah, like I mean, they're from the northern hemisphere. Most people hadn't seen the southern stars if they were from the northern hemisphere, so they came down here, completely different sky, don't know what they're doing, didn't consult anyone, just really dumb move on their part yeah, honestly <laughs> very much so i mean polynesians are the greatest seafaring uh peoples on earth i mean they they um and i learned this on this show on this uh very um Otago museum feature um that kumara come from south america so they went to south america before coming back and then going to new zealand so i mean they voyaged from one end of the pacific to the other yeah uh, if you want to go anywhere you should talk to someone from Polynesia yeah. they, they know how to get places it's yeah. amazing it's absolutely amazing um, so that yeah they could have learned a lot and I think you know there must have been a lot of collaboration since you know we've been learning from each other's cultures right um, yeah definitely more so than back then um, of course there's always room to grow and expand on that um, but yeah part of this project is wanting to kind of contrast where we were 250 years ago and where we are now and then hopefully look forward 250 years and try and think about where we could be and where we want to be at that time. Indeed, indeed. So um, tell us uh, what exactly do you have planned to celebrate uh, Mercury rising? Yeah, so um, the transit happens November 12th. It'll be um, very early in the morning. Mm -hmm. So the week leading up, we're doing a national speaking tour. So we have four expert speakers. Um, we're going to be in Dundee on the 5th. Mm -hmm. um, that'll be at the Otago Museum at 6.30. You should come. Mm -hmm. um, and then we'll go to Christchurch, Wellington, Auckland, 
and then finally Fitianga, which is in Mercury Bay. Mm -hmm. um, and then leading up to the transit in Mercury Bay for that kind of weekend, we're going to have a bunch of events. We're going to have um, the Lab in a Box, our mobile laboratory. Oh, that up there. Oh, yeah, cool. so we're taking that up. Um, we're going to get a bunch of the science communicators um, up there. Um, we'll get some of our students from the internship to come up and help us do some science communication. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, we'll have a bunch of events for the public. They can come learn about rockets, learn about planets, um, pretty much whatever. And then we're going to have a big public event the night before the transit where we're going to have a lot of telescopes. People can come, look at objects, take pictures, learn whatever they want. And then as the sun rises on the 12th, we will all watch the transit together. Nice. And is that going to be in Fitianga or will that be in Cook's Beach? Um, yeah. So the initial events on the weekend are in Fitianga at the Mercury Bay Museum. And yeah. then they will move over to Cook's Beach for the transit. So they'll move over on the night of the 11th. Nice. Nice. Mm -hmm. I used to live just down the road from Cook's Beach. It's a lovely part <laughs> of the country. It's beautiful. Yeah. No, it is. It's amazing. It's incredible. Um, it just like um, this event is, I mean, it's such a, um, I mean, I guess, the fact that we are uh, celebrating this this year, are you going to get a lot more people coming and checking out this transit than you probably normally would? Yeah, hopefully. Um, and we're also going to have a live stream of it, so anyone who can't make it up to Mercury Bay will be able to watch it anywhere in the world. Um, yeah, and I think most people don't really know about transits. I think I watched one in uni, and mm -hmm. the only reason I knew is because a friend of mine happened to set up a Cambria Obscura. I would have had no idea it was happening otherwise. Um, and it's a really cool event, so we just want to get as many people as we can aware of it. Indeed, indeed. And you can um, go online to find out how to make your own camera obscure as well, and you could uh, check it out yourself. Mm -hmm. yeah, it's, yeah, it's quite easy. Yeah, it's very easy. Yeah. You pretty much need a box and some scissors. It's, the, yeah. That, that, that is it. <laughs> yeah. That is it. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much for coming in this morning. It's been a pleasure. Of course. Thanks for having me. Oh, you are more than welcome. Have yourself a wonderful day, and uh, we look forward to seeing... Uh, Mercury rising um, as the sun rises. I like that. It's just, it just works out quite well. It's a beautiful title. Uh, that was a Radio 1 91 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.